Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Woo Woo Show. We're your hosts today and spiritual sisters, Sam and Jeline. Woo Woo is a word that divides opinion. It has a deeper meaning to us both as a cornerstone of holistic health and wellness and as wellness practitioners. But what is it and why is it both controversial and important to consider now? Each week we'll get to explore what it means to others and we'll all get to know Woo Woo with love, fun and compassion. Our health needs are unique to us and our podcast will demonstrate there is a lid for every pot. You'll be glad you joined us today, so get yourself comfortable because you wouldn't want to miss the message that was just meant for you. We are hopeful you will enjoy this episode. Please share the podcast and put on notifications so that you never miss an episode. Don't forget to like and share in your network so that more people can benefit from the podcast conversations. Curious? Then join us every Wednesday for a whole heap of woo-woo. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Woo Woo Show. We actually have a treat for you today. We are going to zoom in closer to home. Today, our topic is about making a shift. And Sam will be sharing her perspectives on her journey of self-rediscovery. And you know, I said rediscovery. And her personal project called Fixing Sam. Thank you very much. So Sam, I know recently you did a post and I think the best way for us to introduce the topic to our listeners is for you to actually share the post that you did and please include the date. Okay, so yeah, it was a post about a week ago and it was, I'll just read it to you to start with and then I'll tell you what prompted it. So Every moment is an opportunity to start over. So I haven't posted in the last two weeks because despite my initial excitement about my Fixing Sam project, I fell into a downward spiral of negative self-talk and self-sabotage. Even though my mind is always thinking and doing deep inner work, this shows up for me as emotional eating, not exercising, procrastination and not taking care of my body in general. So after a few crazy weeks, putting my health first just wasn't on my to-do list. But I caught myself saying this morning, I'll start over tomorrow. But it's never hard to get started. What's hard is to keep going. And self-sabotage tells me to stop when fear sets in. When I leave my comfort zone and start to feel uncomfortable with what I'm doing. But this morning I read somewhere that every moment is a chance to start over. So why the heck am I waiting until tomorrow when every moment and every minute of the day is a brand new one? By waiting, I'm just giving self-sabotage a chance to win. It's that procrastination. So as I write this post right now, it's a new minute and a new chance to start over. And since self-sabotage is always ready to jump in when it sees an opening, I'll keep resetting even if I do it over and over again. Because each time I do, little by little, day by day, it forms a habit to keep me going. It was prompted, really, because I'm 51, 52 this year. I've had a lot of physical health issues, as you know. 
and I since actually since starting the podcast and listening to all the experts that have come on each week each one each podcast I have learned so much from but I've actually realized that at 51 years of age I'm still saying the same things that I was saying in my 20s about getting fit getting healthy you know, sorting my lifestyle out, doing more exercise. And it's self-sabotage because it's, you know, here I am 30 years later still saying the same things. And self-sabotage really has played a big role in my life a lot, especially around procrastination as well. So that was what prompted it really was I started this project and even though when I started it, I was really enthusiastic, you know, I was ready to start, put a load of plans in place, lots of things to do on my to-do list, drew up a structure of what I would do every day. And it just wanes, doesn't it? It just, it just the excitement wears off and the self-sabotage comes in and says, why are you doing this? You can't do that. And just stops you. So as you were talking and you said made a list of and in a summary it was getting fit, health, lifestyle, exercise, self sabotage. Mm. So we've often spoke about purpose in different ways along the weeks. What was your purpose when you decided fixing Sam, which was re- it's really good at encapsulating. <laughs> But what was the purpose given, which I think helpfully you said, for the last 30 years? I mean, you put a number on it for the last 30 years. So if we're looking at purpose, what have been the lessons in those 30 years? There's going to be a recurring lesson or two. Yeah, yeah. There's a few things, actually. So my physical health is not great. As you know, I've struggled with back problems. I've got fibromyalgia. I've got something called hypermobility disorder, which is where the ligaments, the collagen, it becomes too stretchy. So you can overstretch muscles and things which cause you a lot of pain. And it stopped me really mainly because of my back issues as well. It stopped me from doing much exercise. And it's like a perpetual circle, isn't it? The less exercise you do, the more unfit you get and the stiffer your body becomes. And so I've got to the stage now where for the last couple of years, particularly through COVID actually, and with COVID as well, I've got into not only the habit, but I've also been unable to physically do a lot of exercise because you know I've I've been laid out with my back etc and so the purpose of the project was a reset that's exactly it it was a reset it was to say forget all the stuff that's happened I know all the right stuff to do I know I'm a wellness coach so I know you know like good nutrition exercise water sleep All of this is important. But it was that, how do I actually, you know, starting is not the issue. It's the keeping going. 
hence the project because as a project manager I thought if I do it as a project there's more incentive you've got that goal that vision haven't you to keep going you can break it down into small little steps so I could start walking the dog for instance every day making sure that I make the walks a bit longer I could start making sure that you know my goal one of my goals is to drink three three containers of water a day up my fluid intake so I could start with okay well let's just get half a glass down every day and start from there so I know all the things to do I know the right way to do it I just don't do it and that is the self-sabotage element of it what was your vision my vision is is not a diet but my vision is to get my physical body healthy and fit so I guess in terms of what was the goal I've downloaded the 5k couch to 5k the NHS so I mean if I could run 5k that would be bloody amazing (laughs) was that part of the vision then yeah I guess so yeah certain time I don't know what the time frame was that you could comfortably run 5k the vision is that I could get up in the morning mm. without holding onto the stairs to walk down the stairs mm. and without getting up in pain. That's the vision. Okay. So you've clarified for us the purpose. The vision would be pain free mobility. Mm. So it's the how then that all works. Yeah. So as we're talking about it now. What are the most useful hows? You're going to have to say, someone's going to come into your life. You're the expert. You said earlier on, we've listened to experts and you're right. And they're experts on their journey. Yeah. Us maybe shine a light on some areas in our life. But you, and I'm coming back to that 30 years. So you're an expert. (laughs) Hows that didn't work before. And the hows, if we... And I say we, because I think we've all experienced procrastination, self-sabotage. Self-sabotaging yourself. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No wonder we get don't get that if we're self-sabotaging. Oh my <laughs> but, um, yeah, what's the how then? What, what challenges are stopping you from getting it done? What are the real challenges? And we want some honesty here now. Do you know, I've done a lot of soul searching. As we, For each podcast we've done, it has been brilliant because it each guest has brought so much wisdom and insights for me. I've done a lot of soul searching. And do you know what, at the bottom of it, the reason I self-sabotage is because it's about self-worth. I think we talked about it in our previous Unplugged. It's about that. It's the same as self-care, isn't it? Is we don't, at the crux of it, is we don't feel we are worthy. And we let that little brain tell us that we're not worthy. And we listen to it. And the procrastination is just that. It's 
why the hell should you do it? You're not worth it. You know, let's go and do something else instead or let's wait till tomorrow and let something else come in or let's doom scroll on LinkedIn because that's more important than getting up and going out for a walk or and ultimately that's what it's about is clearly I don't value myself enough to spend the time doing it because I'm letting everything else become more important what's more important than you well that's it I don't know but you do know because that's why you started your project fixing Sam exactly <laughs> so that's what the project is, is about is not only doing that soul searching but actually being kind to myself recognizing it's a reset recognizing there's going to be ups and downs but really just trying to make some daily conscious choices and that's all it is it's not a diet it's not a fitness program it's not a you know I'm not gonna suddenly run 20,000 miles and you know it's it's about it's just making daily conscious choices it's about honoring you know if is this going to honor me by doing this I guess in some ways it's just putting yourself first and and you know some people would say that's selfish and I don't think it is selfish it goes back to that self-care doesn't it it's not selfish self-care is not selfish you can't help others if you don't help yourself first so fixing Sam is helping yourself and by doing that you're helping others yeah back to that self-worth And fear. Where is fear in the things that have stopped you? Share with us something that you can around fear and how it's really challenged you in a way that it stops you fulfilling something that you really knew you could do because you set that. You set that as a task for yourself. The procrastination snuck in because that's something you've spoken about. Mm. But tell us a bit about the fear that caused the procrastination to take such a stronghold. It's the fear of the unknown. I mean, we don't we don't like the unfamiliar. And it sets off that little alarm in our head that goes, oh, my God, this is unusual. I don't like this. I've, I've not gone down this path before. We don't know this route. We can't predict what's going to happen. So it's that fear of the unknown. It's coming out of that comfort zone, isn't it? So going along with what you said, we don't like coming out of the comfort zone. And why do you leave things until tomorrow? Because tomorrow we still don't know. Mm, Exactly. So is it procrastination? Is it uncertainty? A bit of both, probably. Fear. Fear. Lots of things. Like what? You said lots of things, so there must be things in your head you're thinking. So like what? It's uncomfortable. You know, we say self-care is not selfish, but it feels selfish, doesn't it? Why do we feel that way? You know, we talk about that word sometimes, self-worth. 
is it a value we've put on it or is it or are we responding to a value that somebody else has put on our self-worth it's an interesting question isn't it do we respond quicker to when somebody asks us to do something and then what makes it more valuable if somebody else asks when we know inside because you said I, I love it you know that soul searching so that means you've gone really deep and you've thought about it and you've had that conversation with yourself and you realize actually everything I do is a choice I do have a level of choice in this and I either choose to do this in which case I know what the implications of doing this is going to be or if I choose to do that this is what's going to happen it may or may not benefit me or if I choose to do nothing that is a massive choice mm. so if I look at motivation what tends to motivate you then if we're looking we stick with the challenges is are there particular people that motivate you particular situations that motivate you more what is it that gets you over that challenge so that you then look back and think that nah, that was the right thing to do so it goes back to the original thing I asked of how because you spoke about your purpose you set it up mm. really, but we didn't have the how that action bit so yeah. what is the motivation? I think the motivation has been on each of our podcasts each of our guests mm. have talked about making a shift they've somehow made a shift in their life haven't they mm-hmm and that's incredibly motivating in itself. And I think I might have asked on a couple of occasions to, um, I think I may have asked like Fiona on Fiona's podcast, you know, as an instance on what helped motivate, what helped make that shift? Because there's some sort of resilience around it. And what what motivates you to do that? And you know what? I don't, I don't know. I haven't found out the answer yet. I think we're all still searching for that answer. Otherwise, we'd all be making the shift all the time. But I think for me, it's about it's too big a, you know, thinking about, okay, how do I reset? How do I make a shift? It's too big. It's overwhelming. So that's why I wrote that post and broke it down to actually, you don't have to make this massive shift. You don't have to change your diet. You don't have to stop drinking. You don't have to walk 5,000 miles you don't you just have to for the next minute that's a new minute that's a new conscious choice that's a new minute where you could do something for yourself you know you don't have to make this massive leap or this massive shift it doesn't seem so scary if you just think about, OK, for the next minute or for the next two minutes, I'm going to sit and reflect or I'm going to make myself a nice drink or I don't know, I'm going to put some nice face cream on or, you know, or I'm going to listen to some really lovely music and just be. And that's for me, that's what that post was about, was why why do we keep putting it off why don't we just do that you know I've for weeks I've been thinking I need this big reset and this is I'm fixing Sam project is a reset project but actually you know in the beginning I was approaching it as it was right I want to change this I want to change this I want to change this 
but now I, I guess my enthusiasm has waned because I've realised how hard it is and it's become overwhelming and that's hence that post that was about okay forget all of that be kind to yourself stop self-sabotaging you can keep going you just need to take that first little step it hasn't got to be a giant leap it's just got to be put one step in front of the other so using your words first step and putting one foot in front of the other and making small changes possibly forming new habits yeah does the words or the words help asking for help would that help the challenges you face make them easier to manage yeah I think there's I mean there's some do you ask for help when you need it? No, when, no, because that's nope. a form of self-sabotage. <laughs> so why are we asking for help? And I say we because a lot of people will resonate with what you're saying. Yeah. We get to that point. We can't shift any further because to shift means we have to recognise we need help. Yeah. So what stops you from asking for that help? So just think in your head about something. You don't have to share it with us, what that particular thing is. But what stops you from asking for the help? It's that self-sabotage again. It's saying, what do you want help for? What What's the help going to give you? I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. I don't know what, what. But then what happens when we don't ask for the help? Well, we don't do it, do we? We don't do it and then we don't make that shift. No. And do you know what? There's some, and I guess in some ways that's why I started to put it out on social media. And to be fair, I've only put out a couple of posts because, again, it's that procrastination. I haven't got time to do this. You know, um, what am I going to talk about today? People aren't going to find this interesting. It stops you from doing it. It's that negative mind talk that says you're not important. Yeah. Why would anybody want to listen to you? So it's, you know, I've started to put out a couple of posts and there's been a lot of deep inner work done, I would say, in this Fix and Sam project. I spent a lot of soul searching over the last few weeks and maybe that's it. Maybe that was needed to start and kick it off properly but in some ways the social media keeps you accountable doesn't it by me by knowing that you have to put a post out it keeps you accountable okay so I don't know that you actually answered my question when I asked you about lessons learned over the 30 years you're the expert and you would have learned lessons and some of them you would have acted upon and some of them you would have parked somewhere I'll get back to it and then we never do get back to it but in terms of the more recent learning which is from your fixing Sam project mm. have you learned? I've learned that the next moment is to make a conscious choice you can make a new choice every moment it doesn't you don't have to wait you don't have to put it off you can just 
make that conscious choice. Is that going to help me or is that going to stop me? So as somebody who describes himself as an expert, you've made a beautiful conscious choice today in sharing this. So that's a shift because you've shared it mm. to our listeners. And as we're in that reflection, what's another conscious choice that you can make right now? And go with the one that's coming to your head right now, because something would have come into your head when you actually said what you said. Can't think of anything. <laughs> because maybe your head busy. You you do like a list. You've <laughs> you love lists. You've probably got a list which is very busy. And choice may be that some of those busyness has to be struck out. So <laughs> we can't fix it at the moment. Do you know what my conscious choice is? I have, over the last week or so, actually, as part of all this inner work that people don't know is going on, do they? But, you know, our brains are incredible, aren't they? We can do, we can do loads of stuff every day, but still spend time, especially as an introvert, <laughs> still spend time really working on yourself internally and self-coaching as well is, is brilliant. I am decluttering as we speak. I don't know why I'm doing it. I just feel it needs to be done. It's cathartic. Um, it's helping me clear some space, I think. Uh, so that is my conscious choice at the moment, is just really thinking about, okay, Empty the mind, let's empty you know, your environment. And so that's my conscious choice is I've just realised I need to declutter my desk and I keep putting it off and off and off and I will do it after this. Okay. But actually, when I was listening to you, decluttering is emotional, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Because I don't like to let go. I don't know about you. Do you like letting go? Not really. I don't like change. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I confessed it. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to let go. I, I mean, letting go of physical things. I'm a bit. I'm a bit of a hoarder. I have to say, and I do like clutter. And letting go of physical things is hard. We're going to get Tanya on to talk about that in a few weeks' time. Um, but, yeah, it's emotional, isn't it? But sometimes um, possessions that we have are tied to people, places, memory. Yeah. And it can be quite painful when somebody comes along and says, you can get rid of that. That's tap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keeping that but I think it's because people don't actually appreciate that it will take time it's not that you won't get rid of it it's not that you won't move it but it's it is emotional and um maybe that is at the center sometimes of of procrastination yeah maybe you need to break that word down sometimes you know it can be an easy thing to talk about 
procrastination. It can be quite an easy throwaway response. Oh, you need to be a bit more resilient. But mm. what does that mean? Yeah. So coming back to Fixing Sam, which is a brilliant project, and it's a, a, um, a project in progress. Very in progress. <laughs> Even very in progress. It's, 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 it's about conscious choices. It is about looking at that fear, but what, but what is the fear really? And everybody will have a different reason for having that very real emotion that's mm. us at times, that stops us from starting, doing and completing. Mm. So are you a, which one are you? Do you, do, are you a efficient finisher? Do you complete? No. no, I'm definitely a starter. You're a starter and you start with gusto. Yeah. Oh my God, do I start with gusto. And that flaming list. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know me, my brain is firing all sorts of stuff off all the time. But do I finish it? It's like I have a love of learning. I absolutely have a love of learning. But do I apply it? No. And what's the main thing from stopping you to complete? Because I think there's some things that you do apply the learning. And I think it would be unfair to yourself and unkind mm. to say that. But what is the main thing that stops you from completing? And we're not going to use the word fear. That's a forbidden word. What is it? <laughs> I think it goes back to that self-worth again. It's it's that little brain that says you can't do it. But actually you can. You can. You just have to. I say just. It's not, you know, that, that kind of doesn't give it credit, really. You have to make that conscious choice and act on it. And I guess that's what fixing Sam is about, is making the conscious choice, but acting on it. Acting because on it's it. the acting on it that, for me, as a starter, not a finisher mm-hmm. or completer, mm-hmm. is where the problem is. OK. And one of the problems or issues, depending on which perspective we're holding, is not asking for help when we need it Mm. so we put it out there when we need it because there'll be people listening who totally get that and we're talking about your particular project fixing sam when you need it so are you going to make a conscious choice to add that on not your increasing list sam your decreasing list (laughs) yes so we can yes. be closer to completing. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And do we want to hold on to that word procrastination? Or no, do, we- do you know what? I hate that word. I don't know why. I hate, but I absolutely. I mean, what's another? What what does it mean? What does procrastination mean? I mean, it's just such a wanky word, isn't it? Really. Let's get rid of it. Yeah, put that in the bin. <laughs> no more to be seen. 
<laughs> because sometimes we can use that as an excuse and really not get on with anything. We just say, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm a procrastinator. Nice, yeah. I've used... Have you? Yeah. Or that word, I don't use it anymore because I don't believe I'm an imposter. But I, 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 that imposter syndrome, I don't like that word. Yeah. Why are we using it? Yeah. You're in the workplace, for example, and you're doing a job that you have the skills for. You could even be an expert. You share that expertise. You mentor. You support. You share your experiences. You know, you're a steady pair of hands. And then in the middle of the conversation somewhere, you write, but I'm an imposter. Or I say, I suffer from imposter syndrome. You know, when we do that, what are we really doing? We're actually questioning our own competence. Mm. If you weren't competent in most cases, you would not be sitting in that position. You wouldn't yeah. be in of influence, maybe a, a real important linchpin in whatever it is that you're doing. So why are we putting these labels on us? We we fight against labels and we say we don't like this label. And yet we take the most worrisome label to <laughs> <laughs> put on ourselves. So I would say to you, some of those procrastination and self-sabotage stuff, we no longer need to hold dear. We need to put them in the bin. Yeah, I agree. And find other words that are kinder. And maybe shine a light on me on what the real challenges are. And I would say for myself, one of them is about asking for help. Mm. Um, because we worry about being seen to be vulnerable. Yeah. When often I'm I'm super Jeline, I've left my kryptonite at home. <laughs> <laughs> So we're all right. So it's not a bad thing, but it's when we don't recognize it and we don't see actually that vulnerability can actually be a strength. Yeah. Makes you authentic. I know you like that word. So I do. It? I mean, we're just human, aren't we? We're all just human. Mm. Mm. So, is there anything else that you think? you could add, actually add to your conscious choices. Just one more thing, something that shows your authenticity, something that shows that you are open to learning. It, learning is important to you. I think by well sharing my experiences on social and also in this podcast, I would love We've got a new function now on our podcast where you, people can leave voice messages. So I would love, love, love to hear other people's opinions or things that's worked for them. Let's get, you know, let's get some stuff out there and see if we can help some people. Yeah. But and also give, in turn help ourselves. And give us permission to share because we know if you do decide to share, it's really going to help others. Yeah. Sharing is good, just like asking for help is good. 
Okay. So I'm going to say on behalf of our listeners, because they haven't started to share yet, they're going to say, Sam, keep going. There's nothing wrong with starting over. Get rid of the long lists. (laughs) Gonna agree. Keep the list that will honour you. That was the word you used earlier on. That will honour you. That will honour your progress. We're not going to use procrastination anymore. We're going to use progress. Yeah. Progress over perfection. Progress over perfection. Because what happens when we look for perfection? What happens, Sam? We get overwhelmed. We don't do it. We tell ourselves we can't do it. We procrastinate. I know we're not saying that word, but that's exactly what happens. And we stop doing it. It's too hard. And we're going to embrace the spirit of positive talk. We are. Positive talk instead of negative talk. We're going to embrace positive talk and remind ourselves of the power of words. We're going to build up, not tear down. I think it was Nikki that said that. She used those, that line of tearing down. And so that's where the importance of help is, because when we seek that help and we find that help, within that help, we get encouragement. And just and that support. and with the support means so much. Mm. And that's our conscious choice. Definitely. You made a conscious choice today to share. Mm. And I'm glad you did. We didn't know where the conversation was going to go. You didn't know what. (laughs) You know, and that's about trust. So within the Fixing Sam, trust is a big component. Yeah, it is definitely. And it was a conscious choice to, you know, to share, to be vulnerable to be kind to myself and know that other people, you know, I'm not in this on my own. Other people are going through, if not the same, similar things as well or similar challenges. So we're all in it together. We are all in it together. That's our unplugged for this week, everybody. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts, opinions suggestions and we've got a real treat in store for you all over the next well I was going to say next couple of weeks but actually for the remaining August and early September so please continue listening we thank you so much for your support and both of us and Sam will add something in a minute really appreciate your listening ears to the Fixing Sam episode. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> it's been fun. It, no, it has been fun, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it, it I feel like I've been coached. Have you? Oh, if I knew, <laughs> I would have gone deeper, love.
Thank you for joining us today on the Wednesday Woo Show. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and also coming soon on Clubhouse. Or find us at thewednesdaywooshow.com and subscribe to our update. Tune in next Wednesday to hear another amazing episode of the Wednesday Woo Show. See you next week. contained in this podcast is provided for entertainment and information purposes only. The contents of this podcast are not intended to amount to advice and you should not rely on any of the contents of this podcast if you require medical treatment, in which case medical or professional advice should be obtained before taking or refraining from any action as a result of this podcast. The Wednesday Woo Woo Show disclaims all liability and responsibility arising from any reliance placed on any of the contents of this podcast.